I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Taylor here. I got a couple quick announcements. I implore you to not do that podcast thing and skip these. Um, Really, really important. Jamesy, the band, is going to be playing this Thursday with the Seahorse Tavern. So all you folks in Halifax out there, if you want to get a really kick-ass live performance by the band that does our intro and outro music for the last four years... They've got a new album coming out. They're playing this Thursday, Seahorse Tavern, October 18th. Go there. Do it up. They are amazing. The other thing that I want to let you know about is a sweet event called Brain Freeze, put on by our friends at Jock.org. Now, this is an event that is happening in multiple cities, Montreal, Vancouver, Victoria, Halifax, and Toronto. It is a polar bear dip in support of youth mental health. I am going to personally be teaching a short, very short, strip slash warm-up yoga class before the Halifax event. This is on November 30th, and you can sign up at jack.org slash brain freeze. And all you people out there that are thinking, oh, that's too cold. I would never do that. That's not for me. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't, and I bet you won't. So I'm kind of throwing a little challenge out there. Will you do it? Will you get over your silly fear? We'll see. Jack.org slash brain freeze to sign up. You choose your city and uh, you do an entry fee, and all those funds are going to help um, uh, youth mental health. So get on board with that. I'd like to see you there. We want to get participation through the roof and, uh, and raise some really helpful dollars. All right, everybody. Love you. Bye. For that amazing round of applause, Vancouver, I can't see anybody. I actually but, uh, don't. I didn't need. I, look, I, I did. I actually didn't need the wheelchair. And 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 when we were back there, we found that wheelchair, and we were like, "Hey, let's wheel Jeremy out there and get everyone to cheer and then stand." And then we were sitting here uh, in the side, and be, actually, we did that. And Brian was like, "I don't know, guys, that's kind of insensitive." I was like, I was that's like "Very insensitive." <laughs> insensitive with this show? Come on, <laughs> fuck you! And then we were sitting there, right, right about to come out, and I looked down here, and I was like. Oh, there's a wheelchair here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who came here in the wheelchair? Re- re- uh, clap. Yeah. All right. Now yell at me. Was that insensitive? <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Thank fucking fuck. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> I th- and here's why. I think we all know why it's not that insensitive, because we're all familiar and, and know very well that this that doesn't happen, um, except in church. So... <laughs> And this is not a church, so... Amen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are off to a good start Off to a today. great start tonight. Oh, yeah, man. it's fantastic. Uh, Vancouver, how the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, fuck yeah. This is uh, awesome. This, this is, is awesome. 
This third? Is, I think our third or our fourth trip here, but um, third fourth show? time. Third show. Third show? Third show? Third show? I don't know. Like We've that. been here before. Something it's a like beautiful that. place. I uh, haven't seen the sun in a couple of days. Uh, pretty sure I'm not doing okay. I need vitamin D supplement. Uh, we we're, we haven't been here long, but we have been here recording a couple of episodes. Usually when we do these trips, we, we sit down and we, we try to bang out as many episodes as we can. Uh, but we, we've only been here for, I think, like, we're literally on day two fully, or day three, and we, we leave very early in the morning tomorrow. So we had to squeeze in, we didn't have much time, but we squeezed in a few uh, episodes while we were here. And actually, the first one we recorded, we put out today. Did anyone listen to today's episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Allison's yeah. here. Yeah. here. Give Allison a round of applause. I, yeah. She's here today. Yeah. Yeah. Your episode was very fun. We sat down yesterday and then we released that episode yeah. today. Um, and, Allison, you were amazing. And so, uh, in these trips, you know, we've been doing this for a little while. I, I always find that they're, they're the big learning experiences. So, I want to start off by asking you guys... Um, what have you learned so far? So, like on this trip so far, is there anything that stuck out that you've learned? You're just going to hit us with that question like right off the bat. Yep. Okay. Get ready. Um, all right. So today we spoke to uh, Atticus the Poet. Yeah. And that was an amazing conversation. Um, when I was 16, I was, I was an athlete. And uh, as was Taylor... Taylor, Jeremy, and I were all kind of athletes when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really have an opportunity, I felt, when I was in my teenage years to pursue the arts. And I've been thinking a lot about what is art. What, what, what is art? And I, I is, had the realization what today. What is art? Where I know, right? What the fuck is this but going? I, but I realized... It's anything I, you want it to be. It's totally anything. It's but totally I, subjective. I, my, my answer is almost... <laughs> my realization <laughs> is almost as bad as that. But I realized... That art is anything that moves you. Mm. Whoa. No, hold, no, no, no. Don't, any, don't, any, do not clap. Yeah, do any, not clap. Any regular fans of the show know that that might be either tattooed on Brian's body or written on his wall. You, in you, you literally, you just, you, I know where you got that from. You literally just watched Shia LaBeouf on Hot Ones. Oh, no. And he oh, said no. that. Did you really? You fucking. Yeah, did you, did you, did you <laughs> consciously take that from Shia LaBeouf? Dude, Shia LaBeouf is a fucking man. LaBeouf or LaBeouf? <laughs> it doesn't matter. LaBeouf. It doesn't matter. LaBeouf. Right. <laughs> Tay, what did, what did, did you learn anything this trip so far? Um, Please yeah. don't let me down. Yeah. Um, I, think it came, I think it came in our conversation um, yesterday in the afternoon, and we were talking about how um, doing the podcast, you know, something that I've, that I've probably thought about, or not really thought about consciously, but it came to me consciously yesterday, that... Um, meeting people and seeing like what they go through and um, and the, the the total unique nature of everyone else's experience has allowed me to sort of take pause before I you know place judgments on people um, <laughs> and and I, and I told that in the story that we recorded yesterday so that'll come out next week and yeah. you kind of hear the full I think what we all learned was that you before the podcast you were an asshole yeah <laughs> yeah. And now you're a little bit less, just a little bit asshole. less of an asshole, Only which is really what bit. we're all trying to do in life. Really, like just, just be gradually a become a little less of an asshole every day. Yeah. So, Jer, what was what was your takeaway from this weekend? So I far? actually have it right here. So this morning before you we actually walked, wrote yours down. Uh, no, somebody wrote it for me. Fucking uh, shooter. <laughs> um, it's just an excerpt from Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 this is my morning quote. Now I got an email from someone, and this is all it said. That literally, this is the entire email. If I, 
Ithyphallophobia is a morbid fear of seeing, thinking about, or having an erect penis. That's what you learned. That's your, that's your takeaway. I learned that today, and I didn't know it yesterday, and it's been on this trip. That's really profound. <laughs> Jeremy has a morbid fear of falling asleep on an airplane and waking up with an erection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of airports, uh, I want to I talk about the debate that we were having the other day about uh, airport bathrooms. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a debate, and I, you're, good, this is a good point to bring this up. because It's I not much of a debate. I, can fair. we get the house light? Or not house lights, but like what, whatever. I, oh, can I see the audience for a second here? Okay. Yeah. Oh, look at all you. Oh, look at all you people. Okay. Great. I'm gonna lay. Can I lay it out for myself? Because I know you guys feel like I'm gonna lose anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You can make the most compelling argument you can right now, and I don't think anybody's gonna be on board with you. Okay. I'm gonna lay it out for you, and then we'll ask a round of applause. You're in the airport. The airport. (laughs) You just bought a. Don't hold on. Don't use your acting skills to try and sway the audience. (laughs) You just bought a coffee from a Starbucks, or, or, or we'll say coffee from Starbucks to keep it simple. Pretentious. You need to take a, uh, a pee-pee or a doo-doo in the airport bathroom. Emphasis not allowed. Probably mm-hmm. one of the clear, cleanest bathrooms you've ever been in. Airport bathrooms are pretty clean. All right, let, let's, let him make his point. <laughs> oh, my God. Let him make his point. It's a losing point anyway. All right. <clears throat> What do you do with your coffee? Do you take that fucking thing into the bathroom with you while you take a shit or a piss? Now, round of applause if you do do that. Dude, dude. You are all fucking crazy. You are animals. No, dude, if you're the only one out of a room full of people that don't do the thing that everybody else in the room full of people do, then you are the crazy one. You're the outlier, bro. You will not. And why will you not? Thank the air. Thank you. The yes. air. The air. Okay, now here's my logic. And this the, is what I said when we had this argument the other day, which was. These aren't our mics, so I don't want to break them, but mic drop. Which was that if you are concerned about like the doo doo and pee pee air getting on your coffee, then like you better be wearing a fucking mask into the uh, bathroom yeah. or go in there like this. Because Dudes, your I, mouth is there too. Do you not remember the. I won't get into it now, but do you not remember the story that I told you about going into the bathroom in the airport and the, and the, and the, I'm so sorry, everybody, the toilet overflowing and, and I left it and the guy went in there and he still shit on the overflowing toilet. (laughs) That's fucking No, fuck you. I'm reading the story. I wrote this down once. <laughs> you wrote it down? Yeah, I wrote this oh, down. Oh, I remember that. Tor- this, this is literally what I wrote down. You Toronto- sent this to us. Toronto Airport Bathroom Mishap. That's the title of this story. Is this in your notes? The, yes. <laughs> the most gnarly thing just happened. I literally wrote this down moments after this. The most gnarly thing just happened. So I arrive at the airport and Tor- in Toronto and have to go to the bathroom super bad. A number two, naturally. So I cross the security and head straight to the first one I come across. Three stalls. Two are in use. I walk into the empty one, and it's just covered in piss all over the seat. Now, hold on. They're clean. I swear to God. They're clean bathrooms. Picture me holding a fucking cup of coffee right now. All over the seat. All over the bowl. All over the floor. The fucking wall. I I call myself daddy. But... (laughs) 
But daddy's got a poo. That's because that's because that's that's because that's because he sent this story to us, and we have a special relationship. But daddy's got a poo, so I go to town on Thursdays. <laughs> On Thursdays, I double as a janitor, so I start using insane amounts of TP to wipe down everything. Quadruple layers. I don't want no PP touching my skin. Firing the soaking wet toilet paper into the toilet. Naturally, most airport bathrooms have industrial strength, G-force flush abilities, right? Nah. Nah. Not in the Toronto airport. I go to flush the paper equivalent, uh, equi- equivalent of a tree and I basic- <laughs> that I basically just dumped into the bowl, and it starts to fill up. Not only fills up, it begins to violently overflow. Water now covers the floor. I have to evacuate, nearly missing my boots. It's a goddamn pool in there. Luckily, the can adjacent to that one has just opened up. So I pop in there, sit down on the shitter, and start pushing. I'm so Wait, sorry. Wait, pause, pause. I want to know how you tr- how, how did you transfer from one stall to the next? And did hold you- on, are they adjacent or are they parallel? <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter, but how, did you have your pants up or down? Wait, what's the difference between adjacent and parallel? <laughs> doesn't <laughs> clearly you don't know. No, I don't. <laughs> adjacent next to fuck you guys. Anyway, let me let me get through this. Christ, this is taking way too long. Uh, okay, so where were we? Um, meanwhile, in the aquarium next door, some <laughs> fool walks in there. I hear him groan. Of course, he can see that it's clogged as fuck. <laughs> no one in their right mind would sit down on that. Oh, my God, dude. I'm but I'm eyeing up his shoe movement. <laughs> and I've seen this choreography before. <laughs> this dude is prepping to sit? What the actual fuck? I know one thing. I need to finish before this fucking maniac pushes out his shit, flushes, and drowns in his own excrement. <laughs> God, this is real good. But... You know me. I got that marathon brown. It takes time for me to push it all out. I got that marathon brown. I swear to God, I'm almost finished. I'm so sorry, people. (laughs) But buddy next to me is in the the Usain Bolt of (laughs) doo-doo. I can hear him wiping now, adding more toilet paper to the already pounds that are already in the bowl. I am now power wiping. Got to get the fuck out of here, I think to myself. Finally done. I flush. I stand up. Simultaneously, he stands up flushed and i look at the feet i listen to the sound of the never-ending flush he is frozen in space i hear him whisper something to himself oh no he knows he fucked up then splash the floor begins to get covered in brown i ran i ran and never looked back went to the next bathroom to wash up i am dying laughing If you would bring bring a fucking cup of coffee into an airport bathroom, you That's are an outlier. fucking ahead. That's an outlier. Also, right. it's not like you set your coffee on the floor. Where do right. you set it? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. On Whatever. top of the toilet paper dispenser. Duh. All right, all right. Anyway, also, I think I, like, we settled that one. What do you do? Do you set your like? I don't want to beat a dead Wait, horse. Wait, hold on. When you say we settled it, which direction do you think it was settled? <laughs> You can make that decision for yourself. Do you set? Do you actually set your coffee like on the floor by the door to no, the dude. bathroom and then no. walk in? I literally did this the other day when I was flying out here. Or no, I was flying home from Toronto. I set my coffee in a secret place outside of the bathroom, somewhere <laughs> where someone wouldn't lace it with anthrax. In the airport? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fucking joking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, all right. One more quick thing before we uh, continue and bring our guest out here. Mm. Uh, we we've been we, we had a crazy summer. We've been going through some shit. Uh, Tay, you got hit by a car. Brian, mm. you're 
I don't know. You've been lifting. Um, <laughs> uh, a quick little like health update so we can give the, the, you know, the people a little update on where we're at. Do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm all, I'm all healed up. I broke my pelvis, two ribs, had a kidney laceration, getting hit by a car in, in May. And uh, that's all basically healed up-ish, like some lingering things. Nice, nice. Um, uh, but one you of showed things- me a picture of a scab you picked off your side after the road rash. Yeah, the other that, was, day. that was that, gross. That was pretty nasty. Yeah, and what I, think, I, what I, think, I think what we were talking about before was what was the nastiest thing that we found on our bodies in the last like twelve months. Oh yeah, and, right. And it Great. was uh, it was people are so fucking annoyed that they bought tickets to tonight. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Like, and it was a uh, it popcorn was- tastes like pus. <laughs> oh, Aww. gross! Yeah, we got pus flavored popcorn in the house tonight. <laughs> Sick boy themed. Um, and uh, and it was a it was as a result of getting hit. And I still kind of have a little bit of one, but I had a hematoma on my on my left hip from where the car like the like the like the center zone of the impact where I got hit. And it was like a, it was like a, like a baseball and a half sized like thing that was oh. sticking out of my left side. So if you were looking at me, it was like down my ribs and like stuck out like that. And it was like rock hard. Yeah, it was nasty. It was, I, pu- I it touched really it nasty. and I threw up immediately. The, the other That's thing the that, nastiest thing I found in my body in the last little bit. And it took like three months for it to go away. The nastiest thing I found in your body in the last... <laughs> Three months? Wait, in what? his body? We're, yes. In I his didn't body. think that this is what this segment Is was this about. What, the segments now, us, what have we found on tape? Yeah, yeah. I thought, it was, I thought this was individually. I remember like a month and a half, Continue. a month and a half after Taylor's uh, accident, uh, he was like, hey, dude, I, I still got some glass in my arm. Oh, and he's like, yeah. you can feel it. He's like, do you want to help me get it out? I have some screws in my toolbox. We can probably pick it out with that. That wasn't the first thing I said. I obviously looked for something else, and the <laughs> screw was the last resort. I literally <laughs> took a screw, and we disinfected it by running it under hot tap water for uh, five seconds. You guys are fucking insane. And this I is so literally, crazy. I like, like pried this piece of glass out of Taylor's arm, and it was probably the size of like a dime. Yeah, Ooh, it was nasty. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. I uh, I think I have athlete's foot. So so in between my ba- my pinky toe and the I guess your ring toe. Ring <laughs> ring toe. <laughs> That's the toe that I wear all my rings on. That's right. That's right. I put a ring. I guess I put a ring on that. Uh, it's like it all the skin peeled off and then and it's really itchy. And so I, my, my girlfriend's a nurse. I've had that, by the way, Yeah, as well. and so she was like, oh, you need to go get, like, the medicated, like, powder. And I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. So I went to the, the pharmacy in Halifax before we came here, and I got Gold Bond medicated powder. And then I went back, <laughs> to, the, back to the house, and she was like, oh, you didn't get the antifungal kind? And I was like, oh, antifungal kind? It's like, dude, you clearly got a fungus. Well, like, yeah, so I guess. I didn't know that that's what athlete's foot was. So the powder, obviously not working and my toe is my fucking the thing in there is just so itchy and so we you know when we're on the road we share a bed sometime me and taylor share a bed and we're we're in very close quarters it's good for us to get some time apart um so i stayed i stayed with my my another buddy my mark who, who who's been living here for a bit he's here tonight mark how you doing um mark i don't know i didn't tell you this i <laughs> so this morning i took a shower and i came out of the shower and i started just rummaging through all of your belongings in the bathroom. And Katie, I found a, like a bottle of like vaginal canestin, like fungal cream. I'm so sorry. But listen, 
We discussed I, names, dude. I, I know. Listen, I'm sorry, but listen. <laughs> Don't point. Don't use names or points. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not looking. Listen. She's on the balcony. I, <laughs> I put it between my toes. And dude, my, my, it's gone. I feel good. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, w- uh, and also, this episode is brought to you by Kinestin. So. <laughs> For all your vaginal fungal needs. What, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we should we should sure shake, you we did. should shake feet later. <laughs> That's cute. Oh my god. Holy right. fuck. We are off to a just an awful awful start. Well, the the last thing I'll I'll share is um right before so a couple couple of weeks ago I went to uh Costa Rica and right before I left we were at our friend's wedding and um it was in this beautiful place in Nova Scotia called Windhorse Farms and it's like this place in the middle of the woods and uh, the reception was in this tent and there was like a, a long dark path up to the road where there was a, a shuttle bus that picked up some people later at night and there was a golf cart to get there and uh, some guy jumped into the golf cart at like two in the morning and drove it into the dark and he was wasted and he drove off the edge of the road off a ditch into the woods and like just rolled it over. This is like one of our dads. <laughs> It was crazy. So uh, we got a group of people together, and we, we lifted the, the golf cart out of the woods. Anyway, I went to Costa Rica. I came back, and I had, like, uh, terrible diarrhea. And um, Unrelated I, to the golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I thought it was unrelated to the golf cart. But anyway, in addition... <laughs> it actually for real was. <laughs> well, the, the diarrhea was. But in addition to the diarrhea, in addition to the diarrhea... It was I, adjacent to the... Whatever. Parallel. Adjacent. I don't know. I started to get these uh, crazy hives on my arm, and I still have, like, uh, remnants from it yeah. uh, uh, now. And so I got hives. I had this diarrhea. My eye swelled up. I had these crazy body aches. I had a headache. I, I developed, like, a fever. And I was, in, uh, I was in Quebec at my girlfriend's parents' place, and her sister's an ER nurse. And I was like, I think... I think maybe I got like a parasite or something in, in Costa Rica. I think maybe I should go to the hospital. So we call her sister and she's working in the ER and she's like, come on in. Like, we'll, we'll check you out. So I get there and she's like, we have to take your temperature. And uh, I'm like, okay, take it with a thermometer. And she's like, no, we have to take your temperature through your butthole. And I was What's like, What's the oh technical my God. term? They'd be like, ain't we like. I don't know. A- anal, 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 rectal. rectal. Rectal, thank you. That makes way more sense. And I'm like, oh my God, like. <laughs> I'm like, who's going to do that? This isn't a porno set. We need, we need to do it anally. <laughs> <laughs> so my girlfriend's sister It's got to be a in. hardcore anal uh, <laughs> thermometer. Sorry, guys. Bring in the hardcore anal thermometer. It's a big thermometer. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and I'm, I'm mildly concerned. I'm like, I've never had anything in my butthole. And, uh, and I, what? I, You've never had anything in your bum? Not a no, I finger? haven't. No. I'm not. No. I'm, okay. I'm not really, I'm not super interested in it. I can understand. Right. Like yeah. I, I, no, no, I it's okay. You don't have to explain it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to explain it. I'm trying Go to explain on. something else that happened to me, <laughs> as usual. Uh, and, and so anyway, she's like, you have three options. And I'm curious to know what you guys would pick. I had three options for who was going to take my temperature in my butthole. And so she's like, listen. This is, this is fuck. This is, I, I, know, I know that I called you all animals and totally insane. 
about the this coffee is insane. thing. I, okay. I don't. I can't wrap my head around this. So three options. My my you girlfriend's sister said to me, "You had four. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, let's let's see. All right. <laughs> so she says, "I can take your temperature. I'm a nurse. This is my profession." She's like, "If you want, my sister could take your temperature, or you can do it yourself." So or. We can call one of the nurses or doctors in in the fucking hospital you're in that don't know you. <laughs> but and why they should they can do it? No, that's her profession. It doesn't. It, I know. It doesn't have to be weird that you're sticking a thermometer. In your I butt. agree. I'd rather it's someone that I know. Yeah. What? What? Well, <laughs> There's some sort of conflict of interest here. Okay, so it's way more hilarious. By round of applause. By round of applause. How many people would have gone with the nurse? Wait, wait, wait. The random nurse that you don't know? Random nurse or no, 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 you know no, it. Sorry. You know her nurse. Uh, I know the nurse. How many people would have... <laughs> Everyone went, She's oh, like, no. no, sorry. I take it back. I take it back. I take that back. That was really weird. By round of applause, how many people would have gone with my girlfriend's sister who was the nurse? Your sister-in-law. Okay. All right, by <laughs> round of applause, who would have been like, Dad, come over here. I can't do it. By round of applause, how many people would have taken their partner? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Then it's get. Then it's turning into a different scene. By round of applause, how many people would so. have done it themselves? Okay. So my initial reaction was, oh, for sure, I'm going to do it myself. Like that's a no-brainer. But <laughs> Harder then than I was you like, think, yeah. then then I was like, how far do you put it in? <laughs> and then and then I also realized that well, I don't know. I've never done it before. My girlfriend's never done it before. So why wouldn't I take the professional? All right, I get to that. Do Very it, true. Right? Very amen. true. So, and, yeah, and anyway, amen. so I had that done. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll move on a little bit. But uh, so the doctor came in and he's like, he's like, you have traveler's diarrhea. And he was like, very direct. You have traveler's diarrhea. And I was like, what about the highs? And he's like, I don't know. It's traveler's diarrhea. So I took a stool sample and I left. Anyway. Uh, Who took the stool sample? <laughs> I took the stool sample myself, and also I almost threw up. Have you ever sat there and scooped your own shit out of a little bucket to put in another oh cup? Oh, my God, guys. This just got so graphic. Fuck. Okay. This is the reality for a lot of people who live with illnesses. You got to use words like brown and like, you <laughs> no, know, like make doo-doo. it fun. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, anyway, I, I just uh, chalked it up to tra- traveler's diarrhea and assumed that I had some type of rash related to that. Um, but then the next day, our friend writes us on, on Facebook Messenger, and he's like, hey, does anybody else have a really bad rash that was in the ditch with the golf cart? And it turns out there was poison ivy there. So I was like, oh, I have poison ivy. <gasps> and then I just assumed traveler's diarrhea, poison ivy. It's like an encyclopedia brown. Couple, <laughs> a couple days later, I get a call from the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, and they're like, hey, uh, have you been in contact with groups of people? And I was like, only in Vancouver at this live show that I'm going to. And they're like, don't do it. And then so now I'm here tonight. But, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> well, no, don't no. spray any of your saliva on anything that projects sound. But it turns out that in the end, to get to the end of the story, I have camp, Thanks, Campylobacter jejuni. Campylobacter. Campylobacter. Campylobacter jejuni. Yeah, so it's uh, basically it's like actually some, real. It's basically like some form of E. coli or, yeah. or, or similar to E. coli, but you get it from uncooked chicken. So in the end, it wasn't traveler's diarrhea. It was poison ivy, and it was also this bacteria that I got from some uncooked chicken somewhere. <laughs> Brian, Brian was convinced in Costa Rica that there was some, like, uncooked chicken-type, like, 
sushi <laughs> variation in Costa Rica that was really popular. Because that's what they eat in Costa Rica. Chicken sushi. Con- no. Yeah, chicken sushi. Chicken tartar. It's raw. <laughs> Fuck. It's raw. It's great. It's fun. Uh, well, Bri, I have to say, I'm glad that the CDC didn't call you and tell you something more serious. And I also still can't wrap my head around uh, you having your sister-in-law put things in your butt. It was um, actually... It was actually mildly painful because I was having the diarrhea leading up to that, so I already yeah. had a sore butthole. You were, how, you how, were how far do you want to take this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really just want to end it now. And move right, let's end it. Uh, we can end it. We can ladies and gentlemen, we're going to introduce our guest for the evening. Uh, this, this went way longer than we were expecting. Uh, we are going to bring out our guest, uh, uh, a Vancouver local. Please give a huge, huge round of applause uh, for Stormy. Yeah, keep it going. <clears throat> did you catch did you catch any of that? Like what would you do in an airport? Yeah, I guess three uh, questions. Would you take your coffee or that cider into an airport bathroom? Okay, so I've been in this situation before and I put it on the little side thing that's for like women's sanitary things. Some you people. put it on the period? I, no, Boxes. I do. Sometimes you what? don't have a person to, to hold it for you. That's or a secret like, spot. Or a secret spot. I want to see like, Jer like hiding it in like a plant, like a pot in the hall. Yeah. Dude, oh I God. like the CCTV footage of like him going like, <laughs> We're not going to beat it to death, but I did find a hiding spot, and there's always a hiding spot. There's always, always a hiding spot, but that, like, uh, it was a good option at the time. All right. I don't know. Next question. Uh, what's, the, what's the craziest thing you've found on your body in the last 12 months? Oh, man. The craziest thing I've found on my body? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Jesus. Or, like, I mean, you found some rock in your body. I have athlete's foot. Brian... Uh, ate too much raw chicken. Uh, what's you know? What's the like most fucky thing that that's physically happened to you in the last twelve months? I mean, maybe not in the last twelve months, but there was like a, a hemorrhage in my brain. It's... Ooh, that's uh... <laughs> we don't like to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds too serious. <laughs> Let's like, uh, that's change that's it all up. I can think of. You could kind of tell like everybody's bummed fly out. On my face. Like a week ago. Yeah, yeah that was pretty gnarly. That was pretty weird. Uh, a brain hemorrhage. Well, I, I, so I know that we are going to dive into the fact that you live with um, EDS or Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. I used to say yes, Ehlers. Sorry, I used to say Ehlers as well. But I is think it, it's like tomato-tomato, to right. be honest with you. Yeah, I okay. don't really... Yeah, okay. it's a, it's a topic that we've covered on the podcast a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is anybody, by like a round of applause, like could you be like, uh, I know definitely what Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome is. There's like three of you. Okay. <laughs> That's good. This is good. I think That's we're all going to cool. learn because we've had, I think, upwards of three guests or two at least that have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, and I still don't fucking know what Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome is. <laughs> also crazy. don't know the difference between parallel and adjacent. So uh, what, is, that day in school. what is EDS? Oh, man, it's pretty. It's pretty loaded question. Um, so EDS <laughs> is uh, it's 13 different types of disorders, essentially. There's 13 different types of EDS. Like you could um, have one of 13? One of 13 different types, yeah. So um, it's a defect in the way that my collagen is formed in my body. And collagen is the most abundant protein that is in your entire body. Isn't collagen the thing that makes us look pretty when we get it 
blasted into her forehead and her lips and her eyeballs. I think that's that's like Juvederm and and different kinds of fillers and like Botox. But yes, right, collagen Botox. is a very important component in your body and in your skin. It makes you look pretty. You can okay. actually it's buy. Like, it's like boosting. You, you know? can buy collagen at Bulk Burn. You totally can. And, you can uh, buy it? Bulk Burn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You put really? it in your, uh, I thought Bulk Burn fuck. only had like flour and candy. <laughs> no, it's got collagen yeah, too. Just a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> and you and you put it in. Uh, it's like a, a good natural uh, protein to have. Um, to oh, like your the, smoothies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so what does collagen? I mean, okay, we said collagen's like good for your skin, but like, mm-hmm. what does it do? Okay, for so you? imagine that your collagen is like a Jenga game. You okay. all play Jenga, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll play Jenga. Jenga's for great. Jenga. If you don't know Jenga, it's stacked blocks. You pull them out, tips <laughs> over, you're an idiot. One bye person bye. in yeah, here exactly. played Jenga. One person was like, yeah, I'm done Jenga. One yeah. person's like, damn it. So the perfect collagen is an entire, like the start of Jenga, right? Okay, all right. So it's like the perfect Jenga. Yeah. My collagen is like the end of Jenga. Where shit's about to go real so, south. Like, yeah. Shit's just teetering on shit's the edge. Shit's like, like taking apart and like you're trying to like put the pieces in. You're like, oh, this is not. It's real flimsy. Like someone, it's yeah, rocking. It's, it's swaying. It's like something's, something's bad. Like don't breathe heavily on it. Yeah, no. Don't, yeah. don't squeeze too hard. Right. You know, yeah, don't yeah. like, don't mm-hmm. create a wind. Yeah, so um, it's, it's not that I have not enough collagen. Like I can't just take a collagen injection and be like, fuck yeah, this is great. I'm, I'm cured, guys. <laughs> Because um, that's the thing that people do, right? They totally. get like collagen injections. That's a, that's what I was thinking about. Like of, of, like people in their, but I guess yeah. that is Botox. I was confusing it. But like you, you can go get collagen injection. Totally, yeah. But that why doesn't that help you then? Because my body would turn it into the faulty collagen that is in my genetics and DNA. Ah. So it's at a genetic level. I was born with it. I got it from my mama. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, classic. But can we take up the house lights? Did your uh, did your mom have EDS as well? Or sorry, other way. Yeah, so actually yeah. it's kinda it's kinda weird. With my case, my dad has hypermobility type and my mom has classical type. So okay. that means that I am fucked. <laughs> wait like, so okay so wait both your parents have eds yeah so my dad recently found out that he um has hypermobility oh and, so it uh, wasn't like they were like you have eds i have eds let's make a fucking crazy eds kid oh man i think yeah, they, like they were really out, stoked about it smelled it out in the pheromones i think they were like something's wrong here something's wrong with you oh my god i love it let's yeah, make right. a baby right well i mean people yeah. are drawn together hi i'm jesse crookshank I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. For, like with their like you know things that that they can like find in common so maybe there was like some aspect of that you know there's something yeah your dad on. was like hey check this out <laughs> no maybe like, oh, i don't know God, it's so hot i can fit in a suitcase well i remember i remember when we first <laughs> let's make a kid <laughs> i remember when we first when we first spoke about uh Ehlers Danlos, and it was like and my first impression of it was you know before we kind of did like the more deeper dive and talked about it was like oh 
You're just sure. you're just really bendy. Like, you're just really bendy. Yeah, oh, bendy. And it, it almost sounded as if it came off in the beginning as like, oh, 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 poor you. You're really flexible. I think we literally <laughs> called it like Stretch Armstrong syndrome. We, we did. Yeah, that was our first episode. It was called Stretch Armstrong syndrome, which I think added to stigma. Uh, so we, we, we were really Thanks, doing the guys. opposite of what <laughs> yeah. we were trying to do with this podcast. But I, again, I think this is a really good point, which is that. Everybody who who has uh, Ehlers Danlos syndrome is going through that process in a very different way. So Probably. you know the person we spoke to, um, uh, fuck, I, 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 Joanna, Joanna from from Seattle. Seattle. Um, she she was like ultra bendy. Ultra, she was like Stretch Armstrong, but a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Armstrong was his last name. Was it? I don't know. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, what I think ha- that's gender neutral. Yes, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Uh, what uh, What does EDS look like in your body? Like, how does it present itself in you? So in my body, it's not just that my um, ligaments and joints are, not joints, ligaments are stretchy, which is like the hypermobility that you would expect. You know, my joints bend backwards. Oh, that makes that makes elbows bend backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skin is extremely stretchy, dude. I might have Ehlers Danlos. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? So that's kind of (laughs) bad. You're just copying what she's doing. I know. Hold on, hold on. Watch this. Look, I got some fucking stretchy. Oh yeah, boy. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) you've got it. Like when you do that with your arms, it looks like you're going voguing. It totally does. Voguing. <laughs> oh my god. We could we could be in a circus show together. <laughs> oh my god, I Thank haven't watched you. a voguing video in way too long. That's what we're doing Actually, tonight. Actually, I'm going to need that wheelchair to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he just broke his tailbone. <laughs> How funny oh, would that be if I actually got severely that. injured? It would be funny. It would yeah. be very funny. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Some, where were we? Uh, uh, <laughs> right, so you're, you've got the, you've got the you've got the ligaments that are bendy. Yes. You've got the stretchy skin, but yes. there's other things. So, because collagen is the most abundant protein in your body, it affects multiple systems. So it affects my heart, it affects my lungs, my brain, my pretty much every single organ in my body, um, my skin, my blood vessels. It is uh, a multi-systemic disorder. How does it affect your brain? Um, so, as I mentioned, I had a brain hemorrhage um, about three years ago. And a hemorrhage is a, is a, it's your brain bleeding, right? Your brain bleeding, yeah. yeah. So, I had what they call a tiny brain bleed or a cerebral micro hemorrhage. That's, <laughs> so it, that's I, very technical. I know. Yeah, it, it it, sounds, it's, it's so Starbucks of them, like, it's for coming real. up with these, like, hip names. Because Starbucks <laughs> yeah. is really hip out here, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty right, whatever. <laughs> They come in, like, J.J. Bean yeah. going on <laughs> and shit like that, you know. They come in, they're like, you could have a grande microbleed, but it's actually just a tall, <laughs> so you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had a tall microbleed. <laughs> it's a tall microbleed. It's so, pretty casual. So that, I mean, brain bleeding doesn't sound good, period. Yeah. Uh, but, but a micro no. brain bleed doesn't sound as bad as, like, a, like a heavy flow one. brain bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it um, wasn't the worst that it could be, but it really affected my way to communicate and um, navigate my world around me. I actually had to get a book made for elementary school students to relearn how to recognize letters and numbers because, and I still have difficulty with that. I can't exactly, um, like I have a lot of issue with memory object recollection and uh with my memory and word recollection in general it takes me a while to kind of figure out like what 
to say and what word to use, and sometimes I get it wrong. (laughs) What does that mean, object recollection? Like, like you'll be sitting there and going, ah! (laughs) So, they did this... So, for example, um, yes, exactly. Oh my God, yeah, exactly. You just turn into a cat. Like, what's happening? Um, I, for example, they do this test with uh, neurologists where they make you hold different items and close your eyes. And so, I did this in the office, and the only item I got right was a paperclip. Because I use it on a regular basis, but when it came to like who a light uses paperclips yeah. on a regular yeah. basis? Yeah. I love paperclips and staples. <laughs> yeah. I'm so into organization and like it's. I'm all about like it's a real okay. stationary oh. buff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no oh. what, what? highlighters. Like I'm putting everything in colors and oh god, it's do so you, good. Do you remember <laughs> what what the other items were that you did like that you didn't recognize? Yes, a light bulb was one of the oh, wow. biggest items that I re- I I cried after I opened my eyes oh. because I was, I was holding it. it I was no idea. <laughs> and I was like, uh, it like screws into something. And yeah. you just became a bro. It's like plastic. No, 100%. I was like, I don't know oh. what this is, bro. Like, this is weird. I just, this swells really good today. It's like, like so good. No, and I, I, I opened my eyes. He was, because my neurologist said, like, open your eyes. And I looked at it and I was like, it's yeah. a light bulb. Yeah. But it was, I was so Because you were just so, it. like, fucking rocked that this yeah. thing that, because like I I know for a fact that if you put a light, if I was closing my eyes and you gave me a bunch of things in my hands, I would be able to like for sure I would hold a light bulb and go oh it's a light bulb like yeah. it, it would just it wouldn't even would take a second to like figure that out unless it was yeah. like two thousand and one and those new incandescent bulbs yeah. came out and you were like the what the hell? Yeah, it's a hard yeah. worm <laughs> oh god. Like but it's, I, a it's a five-year ball. <laughs> I I can imagine how disheartening that would be. Like that is a very because so I'm I'm you know I'm assuming that before the brain this is all a result of the brain bleed. Yes, it's not and like seizures. you came into it beforehand. Oh, seizures too. So that was a part of the the yeah as yeah. Well. Let's go. Let's go back. How did how did the fucking brain bleed happen? Like, are you just uh. sitting around one day and? You, and shit goes real south or hundred percent. Yeah. Literally that's what happened. And that's the frustrating thing with EDS is you will just be freaking out there living your life, just trying to be. And uh then all of a sudden you'll be eating your eggs and you'll have a brain hemorrhage. And it's really frustrating. I'm assuming that's not you going, I'm having a brain hemorrhage. That's no, you like I going was- I was so confused. Like I was sitting there and I was I was literally eating scrambled eggs and then all of a sudden I started seeing these blue lights and then I looked around at my housemates at the time and I was like who are these people? Whoa. Where am I? What is going on? And then I just like I, like I don't remember this, but apparently I passed out against the wall mm. and then I went to the bathroom I also to remember this. I remember waking up so on wake like waking up in the bathroom and looking at myself in the mirror not like looking at myself and just being who the fuck is this like who am i and uh then going back to my roommates and apparently i just started crying and then they called an ambulance and then the ambulance came and i spent like eight hours in the hospital and they did a bunch of different tests and couldn't figure out what was going on and then i got a uh mri and then the mri showed that i had a brain hemorrhage how Um, long ago was this this was three years ago, so I'm, I was 25 and I'm 28 now. 
And and from that moment to now, mm. how like how long did it take you to find some semblance of like n- normalcy again, or like coming coming into like a you know a, a, a version of yourself that you recognize again, or have you? It's still it's still happening. Mm. I um. So because I had my brain hemorrhage, they they don't think that the brain hemorrhage was tied to the seizures. But to be honest with you, they both happened at the same time. So I'm kind of like, oh. you like you you mean like, you had on, the guys. like you had in that same in that the, same I started sequence having of seizures events? right after the brain hemorrhage. And so you you hadn't had like any seizures before that? Not that I know of. I had some significant others that were like, hey, I think you had a seizure while you were sleeping. You you seem to be shaking a lot, but. Mm. From from what I know, I didn't have any waking seizures. Um, so after the brain hemorrhage was the first time in my life that I started having waking seizures. Do and people know when they're having seizures anyway? Dude, it's, yes. So there you are do? so many different types of seizures. It's redonkulous. And so when you have a seizure, you're like, ah, fuck, I just had a seizure. I, or like you come out wait, and go, Can you, can you tell that they're coming on? Beforehand, too? yeah. It's yeah, called yeah. an aura. Right. So right. I oh. have auras beforehand, and yeah. who are you pointing at? Did you? <laughs> I was pointing at you. Are you having an aura no, right now? No. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> is it up there? <laughs> yeah. No. So I have auras, and uh, we all kind of know that word. Yeah. And it's it's basically the blue lights that I described before. So I see blue lights, and I start people around me notice that I'm having them. I start to be like. Like like I had like six bong hoots in a row. Mm. Like like I had some like bong hardcore hoots. edibles. I'm just very <laughs> spaced out. I'm like, so there's a tree over there, and I like the green. And then does someone just like, okay, grab you? I think you're about like, to have oh, a seizure. Yeah. Like you need to sit yeah. down. And uh, I usually kind of like I've gotten used to them. I feel them coming on. I know I need to sit down or like get to a safe place. I usually like tell a person next to me like I don't feel well. Because it's all I can really say in the moment. So is the is the brain bleed happening because like the weakness of your connective tissue yes. just like fucking br- something breaks? Totally. So the brain bleed, bleed happened in a place called your corona radiata. That sounds like a yeah. level in Halo. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh my god, it does. Hundred percent. Very much so. Mm. So Corona radiata. Corona radiata. Radiata. Mm. ASMR is uh <laughs> <laughs> It's a bundle of nerve fibers. <laughs> Sorry. Guys, I hate you. <laughs> Just breathe into the microphone. Real soft. Um, <laughs> so the, the, the corona radiata. I licked that microphone oh and I'm God, fucking freaking out. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Did you? Tom Green did a show here like two days ago. I'm just like, uh, is this the microphone Tom Green put in his butthole? You, you don't know where his body's been. Okay, so back to the I'm so sorry. Back to the Corona Radiata. Oh, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. We'll talk about buttholes. We'll talk about the Corona Radiata. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. It's a melting pot. <laughs> it's a whole melting pot, yeah. Um, so it's the uh, area of your brain. It's a bundle of nerve fibers, essentially, and it carries information to and from your cerebral cortex. So that's why I have issues with uh, processing information around me. Mm. Um, and it's, it's basically made of connective tissue. So that's Is that affected by like the collagen? Is, is, is it the collagen that doesn't like strengthen that area for whatever reason? Totes, my goats, bros. And I also have super... <laughs> <laughs> bro sides. Bros. Uh, bro, I'm super uh, stretchy... <laughs> 
Say, you become steadily more of a bro since the moment we met you. I fucking, I hope that's not what we do to people. God damn it. We just turn people oh into bros. It's my natural way once I get comfortable. It's like a beast comes out. It's funny because when I hear you do that, I get slightly more embarrassed about the way that I am. <laughs> As a human being. That's my intention. It's you're, you're seeing your own broness reflected back at you. Holy shit. Dude. It's like, bro. Bro, Let's I see you tight, and me. Bro. What is my sister? <laughs> Never hated myself more. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah, again, so sorry. What was I even saying? Where were we? Uh, <laughs> connective tissue, <laughs> collagen, brain, breaking, <laughs> Something bleeding. Something about oh, the, uh, the yeah. cabrona radiata. The, the yeah. cabrona radiata. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Um, my vessels, my blood vessels are super stretchy, too. So that's... Oh, because that's me. made a... Like made of collagen. It's got collagen right. in it. It's it's freaking crazy, man. Dude, okay. you need to go to the bulk barn. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. You've never thought of that? I just <laughs> you know, do we cure you, bro? I also need to do yoga and drink lots uh, of uh th- th- that's literally something that like <laughs> Brian has said to s- three people as we've been here in Vancouver. Yeah. Like, oh you have OCD? Oh, have you not been doing yoga? Sick Boy Podcast will be right back after this very short break. So, Stormy, you are, you're, you're 20, did you say 28? Uh, yeah. Yes, all right, so you're 28. So, uh, uh, do you, when did you get diagnosed with EDS? Because I know, I know that EDS is like a, one of those, it's a rare disease. It's one of those diseases that's like hard to become diagnosed for a lot of people, at least some of the people that we've spoken to or that we've heard from. Yeah. Um, did, was, was that your experience? Yeah, 100%. So I'm actually still in the process of being genetically diagnosed with EDS. So there's oh, no there's kind of two stages with EDS and with kind of any diagnosis, especially when it's genetic. Um, there's the clinical diagnosis and there's a genetic diagnosis with EDS. So I have a clinical diagnosis with EDS, but my official diagnosis is um, mixed connective tissue disease. Because in order to be diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, you have to have genetic testing. Genetic testing, I have been on the list for five years. What? Sure. It's not like 23andMe and just spit in a cup and send it to the 23andMe? Yeah. I'm it's slightly oh more complicated. God. I wish it was that easy. Oh, my God. What's the, what's the deal? I, what? So BC Women and Children's Hospital only has so much space. They have a lot of genetic conditions coming in. They had a a lot of severity, like varying severities of conditions coming in. And because I'm still walking and I am breathing and I haven't had a heart attack yet or died yet, um, (laughs) they're pretty much like, okay, you good. Like you're like, is there something, is it something to do with, is it something to do with like, you know, I, I can't remember, I can't remember what like the treatment protocol was for Ehlers-Danlos. So, are the, is it something along the lines of going, oh, we're testing for Ehlers-Danlos, and if she's got it, we can't really treat that much for it. So Deep. we're not going to put her high on the priority because if we can't treat her for it, we, you know, there's all these other people and they've got things we could treat them for them or whatever. Yeah, 100%. Crazy. So it's, it's a rare disorder. There's not a lot of uh, research done into EDS. There's not a lot of treatment options with EDS. And I am on the priority list for a lot of other testing, which I'm very 
very thankful for and a lot of the other disorders that I have because it comes with something called comorbid disorders, which means that EDS causes other things and you you have other things along with it. Mm -hmm. It's like you have a bunch of different colored eggs in one basket. What what are the comorbid things? Um, So my, the system in my body, the nervous system that controls my heart rate and my breath and my blood pressure and uh, how much I sweat and all kinds of things. It's called your autonomic nervous system. Mm-hmm. So it controls other things that you don't have to think about. Um, that is, Are you just like super sweaty all the time um, or like the la- lack of sweat. So sometimes I can't sweat when I need to. And sometimes I sweat when I don't need to. So like when I drink coffee or when I'm just chilling there, all of a sudden there will just be drips of like sweat. Whoa. Like right now I'm a little bit nervous. So there's like some, there's some stuff happening in my armpits right now, and it's a little bit much. So I, I've been, I've poutine been, makes me sweat. When I, knows? I wonder. I'm, I don't know the science behind this, but I, 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 you said this, and it makes me wonder. I, when I've been admitted into the hospital, I've found that my like armpit sweat, yeah, goes fucking through the roof. Yeah, man. And the smell. So. I, my BO, smell. dude, I'm not joking. My BO, like if, if I just like didn't put deodorant on and I, you know, uh, was like sweating more than normal and I started to like stink, there's like a smell that, you know, your BO smells a certain way and it's like, okay, I, you know, I'm smelling a little rank. I'm going to put some, you know, whatever. But when I'm in the hospital and I start getting that, that like leakage out of my armpits, <laughs> the smell is like... Yeah, it's different. It's way different. Yeah, but I mean, so you're bad. spending so much time in like one spot. You're like fucking laying. That's in the, the other bed. thing. You, like, you said that you told. I was you, like that too. You told us this like a, a month ago, and I was like, "Well, dude, it's because you're literally just laying in your own sweat and no, stink for like, I feel like it's a different. week I feel like without." Yeah, dude, I was in the hospital. I got a like, rash like all over my back and my ass. It was nasty as fuck. Like, I don't oh. know, man. Uh, I you couldn't move because you broke your bo- entire body. I was getting up and moving around. I just wonder if it's like an autom- autonomic. Uh, uh, nervous nervous system, system response. response of like of yeah of like anyway yeah, whatever does that mean does that mean that like you're at I'll like, ask a fucking doctor next time <laughs> we have a doctor on does it mean that you're like at risk of having like heart issues and breathing issues yeah man like, man this is so, crazy because we we talked about this before and like it did not go to this mm. to this place like it was yeah, when we talked about this before it was a lot of like you know I you know every time I try to run I, I dislocate my hip. And like that type, of, like that type of shit, dude. Which yesterday? I'm sure. I, can I read your tweet? I, I actually brought yeah, it up. So oh my God, please read my tweet. You literally, you tweeted this yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Just standing around, minding my business, and my knee dislocated. Cool. I was literally that making sucks. dinner. I was making dinner, and I was standing at the stove, and I just got the most horrible sharp wrenching pain in my knee and all like from my thigh to the bottom of my calf. And I was like, what? What's going on? Do you, do you have to go to the hospital when that happens? Um, So when I was younger, in my head, I'm thinking, obviously I gotta go to the ER. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. no. So when I was younger, my parents were like, Oh my God, we gotta, we gotta take her to the hospital. We gotta get her checked out. And then it just, it's, it's come to the point where like, if I dislocate something that's new, like if I've n- if I have not dislocated this thing before, like your neck, 
I'm yeah, I've done sure. that before. But I mean, if it, wait, what you've dislocated your neck before? Yes, Surrey Bob, I what? sure have. Oh my Surrey really Bob, awful. God, <laughs> doesn't really that awful. just end your life? Like, isn't that it, how we killed people for years? It can cut off your breathing temporarily, and you can also have a subluxation, which is a. Um, so imagine, okay, Sounds imagine like your breathe. joint is here, right? So it's a, it's like a round thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's like a round circle, and your joint goes into it fully. Right? Yeah. A dislocation is when that round ball part comes completely out of the socket. Sounds right? like this. It's like real horrible. More like that. Right? So a subluxation is where it kind of slips around anywhere in between that. Right? Oh. So anywhere it, it can be like... You know, kind of popping in and out a little yeah. bit. It can be sliding side to side a little bit, but it's a dislocation is when it comes fully out. So you so. had a subluxation of your neck. Yes, makes you feel weird. That's, and a dislocation. Did what? Did you like? Did your head just go? I, like, was it bobblehead? Like I was yeah. in a neck brace for like six weeks. Oh my gosh! And I wasn't allowed to move. Um, and I just stayed in bed. My mama came and took care of me. Can you give like us a 22. list of dislocations that you've had? Oh my God, no. <laughs> um, my fingers, my fingers uh, sublux and dislocate on a daily basis. My wrists, um, my left elbow dislocates a lot. My right elbow sometimes. My left shoulder is very, very bad. I actually have to have a fusion in my left shoulder. You're like my right nostril, my, my molar right, on the left side, my, my eyelids, hips, my back. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever play? Uh, play with? Can, do you guys ever Some play with? Know where um, I'm going with that. 2000 throwback. <laughs> my pussy and my crack—they yeah. all dislocate. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Someone had to say it. Thank you, Jeremy. Did, did you guys ever... Uh, Dislocated pussy sounds awful. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think... My pussy's sublocated. Yeah. What sliding do do? around. <laughs> it's not all the way out. Kind of sort of out. That. <laughs> Push it back in. Anyway. Oh, fuck. Use your fist. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, Jesus. I'm so sorry. Yes. It back in there. Take it to oh, the next God. level. You're welcome. Love it. Uh... We're never gonna be invited back. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna ask you guys if you ever played with that children's toy Connects. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. your next. Yeah. That's your next it's, thing. Yeah, right thanks after for, what we were just There's doing. a really great transition from the pussy thing <laughs> to kids' yeah, toys. Connects. You didn't have to point it out. Perfect. But, but you know that you know the the Connects pieces. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. They're like very much like snap into each other. It's all jo- yeah. it's all right. joints. It's right. all yeah. it's all like joint pieces going into. Have you ever played that game? Oh yeah! I don't know if it's a game. It's like kind of building. It's, dude, game. she plays that game with her fucking body well, that's every what I'm day. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I won. She's like, yeah. like you literally have to like pop it back in, right? Yes. Do yeah. You, so then, what did you do about your knee last night? Um, oh god. So well, with my knee, there's a couple different kinds of subluxations or dislocations that you can experience with your knee. Patella dislocations are really rare in humans, but they occur really popular in dogs. So I basically stand up and depending on the kind of dislocation it is, I will have to twist in a different manner or push my body in a different way. Sometimes I have to get someone to help me with it. Um, But for last night's dislocation, it actually hasn't gone back in place yet. Oh Oh my God. Is that why you have a knee brace on? Can I help you get it back in, Brian? Uh, Who the fuck? What are you, MacGyver for the the joints? She said that she needed help. And uh, when, (laughs) how many times in your life do you get to like, just help somebody? But 
part of their body back in. Are you a doctor? I don't know, man. I took Will as first responder, and I know how to put a dislocated shoulder back in. I still wouldn't fuck with your knee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to let you touch me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't we, trust you. That's actually we, a really we were good sitting, decision. We were sitting backstage and, yeah. and, you know, whatever. We were talking about a bunch of random, stupid, silly stuff. And then no. I, was, I, was, I, was looking, I was looking at your pants because I was like, those pants are... Not quite as tight as my a pants. Bulky. <laughs> I, was, I was just looking at how tight your pants are. I was like, my pants are too tight. And then, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I seriously had that thought. And then, and then I looked That's at your knee. And I looked at your knee, and I saw a bunch of bulging around the, the sides of your knee. And it reminded me of this time. This is so. This, this is left field, but I'm going to say it anyway. It reminded me of this time where I went to. I woke up early. I wore the, actually it was these tight, two tight pants, and I went to the hospital for my checkup, my like whatever three month checkup. Yeah. And I was sitting there, and I looked down, and I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" I thought something was wrong. There was this huge bulge in my pants, and I was like, "What the fucking fuck is this?" And I was grabbing my knee, and I went, "What the fuck?" And I reached down. And I pulled out a pair of underwear that I wore the oh, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not joking, the day before. And I was like, dude, how did I not notice that? So I saw your knee and I was like, there was a bunch of Hold on. There was a bunch of bulge in your knee, and I was like, oh, poor thing. Oh my God. <laughs> she forgot her underwear. She's got a bunch of underwear in there. She doesn't even know it. And so I, I was like, how do I bring this up <laughs> politely? So I said, uh, Oh, you got a bunch of bulge in your knee there. <laughs> and you were like, Is that, oh, uh, oh, yeah, it's my brace. And I went, oh, fuck, yeah, of course, you idiots. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a long-winded story to say, you're wearing a brace on your knee. Tell us about that. Yeah. And also never assume that a bulge in someone's pants is leftover underwear from the day before. You know what? <laughs> that has happened to me before, though, in oh. high school. Yeah, thank Like, God. side note, I was... That same thing happened I, to you? Not exactly that same thing. I was, I, I, so I was walking down the hallway. Long story short, there was a pair of underwear, had just done laundry, and there was a pair, there was a thong in my freaking pant leg, and I was walking innocently, and it fell out of the bottom of my pant leg, oh, and my teacher no. walked up behind me and picked it up, and he was oh. like, "Is this yours?" And, and your Please, teacher was just put like, this "Back on." Yeah, your teacher was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 16 Do you know magic? <laughs> yeah That was incredible you, you, You're brilliant You're gonna You're gonna make millions Do that trick again I honestly I hope he didn't say that <laughs> no. He asked me if it was mine And I just turned away And walked out Oh <laughs> like, lord Like no absolutely like, not I can't answer this question So you, you said you had a brace on You're like oh yeah. well I was I was deciding Actually you know I think we have a picture here I was deciding whether or not to um, to come here with my my cane, my cane or my brace. So we have a couple of photos, um, and maybe this won't work. Yeah, all right. Fuck you, that's, computer. That's you me in the hospital. Fucking ass. Uh, um, well, anyway, we, I had some photos, so that's the thing that I did. There's there's one up there's there's one in there. Yeah, there's me, one in there, and and me and my knows, gold cane. Maybe we'll never see it, but. So you got yeah, there's one. What the I brought my lip gloss to the hospital because I was I was just pissed off that I had to be there in the first place. So I was like, I'm gonna look fabulous. Chair, that's the mask. Even you though I'm wearing a mask, okay, there was lip gloss underneath that mask. I was, yeah. I was gonna say, hand. like, I think you might be referring to the wrong picture there. That's the no, you can no see it. You can see picture. my left hand. I'm holding it up. That's I the mask that Jeremy needs to wear you to the can bathroom. See it. I'm holding in it in the airport. <laughs> it's up there. Uh, There's another photo of you. That's in the a hospital? recent hospitalization for six days. What happened there? 
I was in the seizure investor. Oh God, seizure investigation unit in uh, Vancouver General Hospital. So is that just like you had? You had a, this was the a photo I was trying or? to find. Sorry, oh, I did, not to cut you off. Cane. Yeah, yes. there's a little cane. So uh, my friend took that, and uh, I use that cane pretty much on a daily basis. I'm on my tiptoes in this picture because I wanted to look cool. Um, Mission accomplished. I know, right? It's great. So I use a mobility device because my knees and my hips uh, collapse on me quite often. I should be wearing braces on my ankles, on my knees, and my hip, but I, I'm so stubborn. And also, it's very expensive. Yeah, it's that's very crazy. Freaking expensive. Not covered. Not covered. Not with, uh... covered whatsoever. Oh, oh my god, my right knee brace, four hundred and eighty-seven dollars. Does, does it? Does it? Does it? Dispense Pez or... I wish. See, I don't get how it's not covered because wouldn't it be way less expensive to just cover that shit like once and no. then like you don't have to go to the hospital nearly as often? Like, oh, I- no. They make money off me going to the hospital. They want to keep me going to the hospital. <laughs> we got to fucking talk to... Don't they spend money? Uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of money. So obviously it, it seems like there's a, a whole ton of different shit that you deal with that, oh, that um, makes your life like pretty unpredictable, I'd say. Um, so what do you, I, I think we should talk about what you do for your, your career then. What Wait, do do? Before, before we do, because that that's a whole other can of worms, can you just describe what the fuck, it, this is the craziest photo, I love this photo, uh, if it comes up, yeah. Oh yeah, so that's one of my routine so, EEGs, electroencephalogram. So what they, does that mean? They and measure, wait, hold on. Is that did, real hair? No, that, uh, though, yeah. no, that's that's the medical equipment. Uh, they just <laughs> so I uh, used to have dreadlocks. I used to have very, 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 very long dreadlocks, and the story behind them is in uh, one for another day. But um, that is wires mixed with my dreadlocks. I have electroencephalograms, so it's a monitor that um, reads the waves of my brain. And the electrical activity that my brain creates. Is this, is this like, a, was this something because of your hemorrhage? Um, or so what's, why are they, why are they be, wired up to you? Because I started having seizures after my hemorrhage, they were like, oh, we're super curious. Let's hook you up to all these machines and check it out. Right. So Can they, they really did. read anything through all that hair too? Or Dude, yeah. No, I was surprised. <laughs> and unfortunately. That's a good uh, question. See, <laughs> Just saying. With those, (laughs) they put those on when you have like a routine EEG, which I have like every six to 12 months, depending on how I'm doing. Um, They just, they use like this little wax and then they put it on your head and it's not that bad. You just have to wash your hair and the wax comes out. But with my hospitalization, they used industrial glue. Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that. And I literally have bald spots. Oh, no. In my hair, and I am so upset about it. From the glue now, still? Yeah. No, there's one, like, right here. Wait, your hair never grew back? Oh, Oh, my God. Whoa, look at that. Do you see it? I can't. It's like They definitely can't. But like that's it's been like two weeks, and my hair. It's, oh, it's, it's going to take a while. It's oh. going to take a while. Sorry, I thought that I was, was like, like from like two weeks today, like four years ago. And that's what I thought too. Back. I was like, oh my god, Ehlers Danlos, you can't grow your hair back ever. Don't I get mean, a haircut. Honestly, Don't there's a chance because I have uh, deficiencies in the amount of nutrients that are in my body because right, sure. I can't digest things properly because my intestines are very um, elastic. 
and they don't absorb things what's your the way like? they should. What, like, what's oh, the daily? Uh, oh my god! Can I ask that? So I have an appointment. I'm so excited. So <laughs> the poop issues have been at the bottom of my list for so long because I've had I had a freaking brain hemorrhage. Like that's at like the top of the list. Poop issues, poof, way down there. Yeah, you know it, what I mean. If you need tips for stool samples, I can. I can yeah. show you. Can you hook me up? Yeah, yeah I can with a tell nice you all stool that. sample. <laughs> yeah, Brian can hook you up with some stool. Brian's like, give me some stool, need, some healthy need stool. Need stool? I got, I got you. I got Let's you do covered. a stool transplant. This is how people get taken out of context, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's fake oh, news. No. <laughs> fake news everywhere. Um, it pretty much it's it's like diarrhea or constipation, one of the two. And oh, it's really unfortunate. One of the two. Um, very rare for me to have like a regular bowel movement. Isn't it? And it's oh, like no. a celebration. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I'm the same <laughs> way. I haven't had like, I, every, I, I, my poops are very different now that I had a bunch of my large intestine removed. Oh God. But when I do have a regular shit, I'm like, that was awesome. And I just like, right? but the rest of my day is, the rest of my week is amazing. 100%. I'm yeah. like, I, really I got to celebrate. Do. I got to tell my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess I guess to you know we're we're, we're coming up to time, but I, but I do want to touch on it because I do think it's kind of fascinating. We we so we introduce you as Stormy. We yes, we only really know you as Stormy, and uh, that's obviously well. We shouldn't say obviously. I mean, fuck. Kanye's kid's name is Northwest. So, uh, but that's not your birth name, and uh, uh, the reason your your name is Stormy to us is because. To most of the people who know you online and through your work, um, that is your that is your pseudonym. That's your name, um, and you are you're a sex worker. Uh, is, yes, sir. Okay, great. I was like, was that a sum- <laughs> <laughs> was that presumptuous is that a slur? <laughs> you're, a, you're a suicide girl. You you're you're a cam girl. Um, tell us about your work. Yeah, so I am a sex worker, guys. Um, yeah, woo! So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I give do... a round of applause for fucking sex workers. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, so normally when people think of sex worker, they think of someone that you, you know, it's, it's like an escort mm-hmm. or a prostitute, right? Which, heck yeah, for them. Um, I am disabled and chronically ill, so I cannot do that work. And also that, that takes being socially like cool and I'm just not I'm not there (laughs) so um, so I do online work mostly I do cam work um, which is I am an online companion sometimes doing the girlfriend experience sometimes just showing showing people my bud and stuff like that but it's not all about that a lot of the times it's just you know, offering people companionship. So some people talk to me about their day. Some people talk to me about their dick. It just depends on the customer, really. Like, <laughs> it's a spectrum. Some people talk to me about their day spectrum. and their dick and what their day, dick did that day. <laughs> yeah, for real. And um, I do Today, videos. he was out of control. <laughs> how, do you, um, how do you find it as managing um, a career like that with, um, with a disability. a disability? Yeah, Man, it's the easiest thing for me because... Like, even though EDS is super unpredictable, I, you know, I have good days, good days, Jesus. I have good days too, but (laughs) (laughs) good days. So 2019. Oh, no. Or 2018? I don't know. 2019. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Um, So I have good days. I have great days. I don't say I, I have bad days too. They're pretty extreme, but like, I like to keep it in the gray area as much as I can. Um, when it comes to cam work, it can be really difficult. Uh, but at the same time, I control exactly how much content I put out, out there and who sees my content. So 
a lot of the stuff that I do is like custom creations. People order things and say like, I want to see this and I want you to do this. And they pay me for it. And it's freaking awesome. Um, and I do that on my good days. And there will be times where I, there will be weeks where I am completely incapacitated. Mm-hmm. But on a good day, if I can bust out six sets, which is basically me setting up my iPhone or my camera or my webcam and like a ring light, like I, I invest in my equipment and I have for the past eight years of my life to make it as easy as possible to create as much content as I can on my good days so that on my bad days, I don't have to worry about being sick. Is this, is this a career path that you chose because of your illness or is it something that like you just coincidentally, like this was what you were, you sort of chose to slide into and it also happens to be like a career choice that fits very well with living with a chronic disease. So I've actually experimented a lot when it comes to my uh, career choices. Mm-hmm. But throughout all of the career choices, I've always been a sex worker. Mm. And that's been the one thing that has stuck out to me. I didn't become it because of my disability. I became it before it. Mm -hmm. And when I say before, like I was born with this, I've had symptoms my entire life, but before it started to get really severe, I had Mm. decided that I wanted to do this. I remember being as young as seven years old and discussing with my best friend that we wanted to be strippers. Seven years old. And we were swinging around her bunk bed. Like we were just in it. We were like, oh my God. I remember (laughs) when I was seven years old, I was definitely talking about strippers yeah. <laughs> and being like... I remember the poster, uh, I remember the striptease poster. Yeah, with Demi in Moore. The, in, the, in the window we were of about the... seven around the, that time, yeah. Of the whatever. Yeah, the and I was like, VHS I want to be that. Store at that time. Yeah. So I, I am going to be that. that age. I was like, I'm going to be that. Yeah. I also remember That's Uma me. Thurman with her leg up with the, on the bed, Pulp Fiction... Uh, with the gun on the table, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. So good. Quentin Tarantino um, loves yeah. them feet. I, I am curious, is uh, like, <laughs> as as an entrepreneur who is basically like, you can you can only you can only um, make as much money as your time permits you because you're yeah. working mm. on your own, right? So, is it hard to um, grow your business beyond like what it's at right now because you're restricted by what you're able to produce? And how does like having an illness that basically makes you incapacitated at times how does that affect like growing your business it definitely affects it but um when it comes to social media and online work which is where i'm mainly based i'm an online person um there's an algorithm to everything Mm -hmm. and if you can play that algorithm you will be successful and I, I won't say you will be successful. You have a higher chance of being more successful. Right. I have been in marketing, brand awareness, and art since I was like 16 or 17. You know, so I know what it takes to create a brand and to push myself on whether it be Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you know, whatever. I stick to on like more current online platforms and whatever pops up, I grab a hold of it and I'm like, I'm going to run with this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some days I will <laughs> say some days, 98% of the days I spend in bed. And if you look at my Instagram, if you look at my Twitter, if you look at my Patreon or my OnlyFans, you will see that all of that content is produced in the same place. It's produced in my bed. Mm. And there's a reason for that. Right. So I stick to what I can do, which is in bed. The, and the reason <laughs> I, I think of it because... Um, uh, <laughs> 
There's I, so many levels to that. The, the, oh, and the no. reason why the the reason why I'm curious about it is because um, uh, my mom had her own cleaning business. Yeah. And when and she now your mom's like, a cam girl and she's killing it. <laughs> she's got a unique niche she, genre that she uh, targets. But you just uh, you just made me picture my second mom. <laughs> you, know, you know what the funniest thing is girl. when I was when I knew that I was going to transition into talking about my mom and the topic that we're talking about. I was like, fuck. There's. No way that I can there's make this. There's no way you can walk skate. You assholes. There's make, no way. You walked right into it, dude. Yeah. So, um, but the reason why I ask is because my mom, when she was uh, 60, she had her own uh, house cleaning business, and she was she was doing fairly well for herself. But um, she, it was pretty physically demanding. Like she was, you know, you have to go and clean the house, and and basically you can only do as many houses as you're you're physically capable of doing. And she decided that uh, she was going to have to retire and change career paths because, you know, as she got older, she wasn't able to do as much work as as she could before. So um, I'm curious if if you put any thought into in the future, what will you do if your if your illness restricts you from being able to continue doing what you do? Damn, son, you sound like my dad. That's what my dad taught me ever since I was younger. So do, I wanted do, to be. Do your parents know that you're a cam? Girl? Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, no, I tell my parents every time I'm on a new thing, and I will tell you about that. Do you share like, your why. content with them? Oh God, no! I don't like link them. I'm like, Jesus I didn't. Christ. I didn't. Jesus Christ. 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 Yeah. I didn't really. Oh my dude, God. Do you guys watch it at Christmas? <laughs> like, yeah, just like. Let's put it on the family projector. time. Yeah. Let's let's put it on the projector. Um, no, so I I've definitely given a lot of thought into that. So ever since I was like a little girl, I was telling my parents, I'm going to be a model. I'm going to be an actress, even though I was bullied relentlessly. Like, I'm not going to stand up here and be like, I was always pretty and I always have been confident about myself. I still have issues. I still have a lot of issues with myself. Everybody single, every single person does, especially models on the Internet. We are put in the public eye and uh, kind of scrutinized on a daily basis. But my dad taught me, like, don't rely on being an actress. Don't rely on being a model. Don't rely on being an artist. Rely on your intelligence. Rely on what you have as a personality. So I trained myself in a lot of different things. Um, I do painting. I do acting. Um, I was actually uh, a relationship coach for quite a while. And I still have the option to go back to that. So a relationship coach is basically someone that's like a life coach or a counselor, but like specifically works within relationships. So marriages, significant others, polyamorous things, whatever. Uh, So that was my specialty um, was polyamorous relationships. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of expanded and always will continue expanding my education. And, you know, I'm a photographer as well. Uh, so yeah, I do a lot of different things and it's there's, so there's something that's kind of worked its way into, and I think we've, we've come to this, this thought or I, I mean, I've, I've adapted this, this, um, this way of thinking and through the inception of this podcast and we've talked about it on the show and I've talked about it in, in keynotes and talks. And I think you're embodying this like so perfectly, which is, We've we've heard so many people, and I think everybody can probably attest to this. Like, you've you've heard people say that they would never want their illness to define them, and and I dis- I disagree with that 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 mode of thinking. I think personally, I I very much embrace the idea of allowing my illness to define me, but like you, I let it define me on my own terms, right? So taking what you can and knowing what your abilities are and 
making the most out of your life with, you know, the options that you have available and actually like doing it and, and get it like succeeding and feeling really good about what you're doing. And I think that that's very admirable. And I think that that's something that's a huge takeaway, I think, from this conversation, which is, you know, you can live with this illness that one day you're cooking eggs and all of a sudden your fucking neck supplicates. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you can't succeed in life. It doesn't mean that, you know, a couple of weeks down the road, you can't be still paying your bills because you've found this way to live your life that actually like is 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 capable of sustaining yourself, you know? So I think yeah. I, I applaud you for that. I think that's really, oh, really fucking you. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, do you oh, have CF? <laughs> also, I live with cystic fibrosis. So I don't know if you all know this. Uh, um, Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I, before we do wrap it up, I want to, I, I want to give you a moment. Like, so, you know, we were just talking, this is your job. Uh, this is a perfect opportunity for you to plug your fucking work right now. If anybody's in there, ah, if they're interested in the girlfriend experience, uh, or or any of this stuff that you do, wh- where can people find you? What what's your? Yeah, so Stormy Ent. So E N T E N T. Does that like, stand for entertainment? Um, no, so it stands for the Ent, as in the the tree herders in uh, the Lord of the Rings and J.R. Oh, really? <laughs> Nerd, <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> it was originally Enid, but Enid was taken on Suicide Girl, so I changed it to Stormy Ent. And uh, so Stormy Ent on everything. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on uh, Twitter. Um, the the Stormy Ent on uh, YouTube and OnlyFans, which is eighteen plus only. Please, I think this is Twitter. an all ages show. Is there anybody under eighteen right now at this show? Sweet. Okay, everybody follow me on everything, man. If you want to see no. nudes. There's a child. I'm looking things. at a child right now. Oh, no. Is that a... Who is that is kid? A minor? kid? What's your name? Oh, man, Alex. You're a very deep voice. How old are you? Yeah. My name's Alex. <laughs> I'm eight. I'm a very mature 15-year-old. Alex, I'm telling you right now, if, if I was eight and uh, I, was, I was at a show a watching life. a suicide girl, I'd be like... Mom, I need to go home right now. <laughs> I didn't know this was a suicide girl show. I'm feeling something. <laughs> I need my special blanket. <laughs> my special blanket that I, I implore you, please do not look at it under a black light. Mom, please, no! Special blanket's under the bed and it's real hard. It's not even a blanket anymore. I'm so sorry, Alex. Um, uh, there's no refunds. Yeah. No, <laughs> refunds. no refunds. Do you think there's any coincidence that like Guys learn to do laundry around the same time they uh, learn to masturbate. Absolutely not. <laughs> no coincidence. Is that a, is at that all. a known correlation, that, Brian? Yes. I'm just assuming. I still don't I know. Feel how like to do I was laundry. way older <laughs> when I learned to do laundry. You still don't know how to do it. Kyla does all yours. Um, um, not true. Well, this is <laughs> this has been a real pleasure, really and uh, and I do. I thank you for taking your time to fucking, you know, mosey on down here with a brace on your leg and, and to get... Uh, here's the big thing. This is what I want to say, is to take the time to sit in front of uh, a large crowd of people to share the experiences that you've been through throughout your life, specifically pertaining to your illness, because there is something about that that takes a lot of courage, takes a, a, a fair amount of vulnerability. It's one thing for us to be sitting in a studio and to do this 
with just the four of us, but it is a completely different thing to do that in front of an audience. And so, mm-hmm. um, uh, I thank you for that. And I think that that's really important, but just as important as that, I, I want to thank all of you for showing up and taking the time to be here to listen because these stories that are being shared, um, not only does it mean so much for the people that have the opportunity to share them, uh, but it also means so much for the people out there who need to hear it. And so the only reason that we are here on this stage tonight is because of you, is because of the people who decide, you know, even if you're not sick, you decide to tune in, to subscribe, to listen to this show, to share it with the people that you you share your life with. And so uh, from the bottom of our fucking hearts. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for coming out tonight. It means the world thank to us. You. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is our, 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 our third or fourth time in Vancouver, and it's always been, a, it's been an amazing experience every time we've been here. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. We're, um, we're excited to come back. We love this city. So for the sake of the recording, uh, let's cap it off the way we usually do. Yeah. That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. I'm Stormy. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.